0: Week 5 college football, 15 undefeated teams left. How many are going to come out alive this week? We got a massive week of college football. Davis is with me. I'm with me. You're with me. Let's get to it. These people don't
1: give you shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. He
0: was giving them the business. The business, the business. He was giving them business. All the business. The Arizona State gave California business last night. He's oh God, the field. It's going to be to the goal line. It's gonna be done. Done. He it's business no. And we are live. Good morning. As always, Davis. We're both repping our Gators.
1: Yeah, Robert Vincent, it's good to it's gonna be back. I know we, I guess we technically didn't have a podcast last week now because I, I had to miss it. Well, mainly because I slept through it, but you also hit, forgot to hit record. So, I, well,
0: I <laughs> did, I did, but I hit record. I hit record about five minutes into it, and I still, oh, uplo- okay. I still uploaded it as a podcast. But I, I would have done it too. I didn't upload it uh, to YouTube. Um, I would,
1: I would have done that too. Just, I mean, at that point, when it's kind of yeah. like. It's kind of like, all right, fuck it. Just go yeah. ahead and go.
0: That's what I did. It's okay. Well,
1: well uh, you know what? I'm here this week, and we have some decent college football games. And it's not like the – okay, this week's not really jumping out at us. I mean, game day is in Nebraska. Right. Because of yeah. Ohio State. But yeah. I think that game will be fun. But I think also Ohio State will just, like, demolish Nebraska. But you know, Who knows? Who knows? Scott Frost may have a plan.
0: This is a uh, get healthy week for college football this this is a if you uh if you have big games coming up next week or in a couple weeks get all your players that are injured or banged up and you know let some of these young guys play let some of uh, these jacob copeland's in you know let some of these um you know diabates in. you know if you're speaking about florida so that's that's what i'm looking forward to this week is seeing some younger guys play for florida that's that's why i don't necessarily want to see the you know, college football get rid of all these cupcake games because you like you like to get those younger kids developed. You know,
1: yeah. And uh, speaking of next week, because this week is a is a warm up week. You know, we're both Gator fans, and Florida's taking on Towson. Towson, the Fighting uh, Tigers. But next week they have Auburn, and I'm assuming the other Auburn, Fighting Tigers. So Auburn does have Mississippi State today. I'm not worried about Mississippi State when it comes to Auburn, but you never know. That's always that can always be a tough matchup. It's an SEC West matchup. Um, which is why, like, I'm like, uh, I hope Auburn can pull that one off and not, and not choke this one because we need an undefeated matchup next week between Florida and Auburn.
0: We do, but I want to see it be a close game because I don't think Mississippi State's that good, but I don't know. I don't know. They went and just destroyed Kentucky. And I, whenever it comes to college football, I, I cannot I cannot even come close to guessing any of these games now. Actually, even, with, I did good last week, but still.
1: Without knowing, I actually, I'm looking up the week six matchups right now. Because without knowing who's playing in week six, you'd think that if both teams are undefeated, game day would be at that game. Yeah. It's in Gainesville. It'd be a top ten matchup. And again, assuming both of these teams are undefeated by the time we get there. Uh, You have Texas and West Virginia, which that's not really anything to get crazy about. Georgia and Tennessee, nothing. Ohio State and Michigan State, that would be another pretty big game um you're going just by
0: the rankings though yeah that's game day's gotta be in florida yeah
1: going just by the rankings but you got to think that the matchup is gains is in gainesville yep um so let's just hope we i won't get too ahead of ourselves but next week we definitely need to try and record this on thursday because i will be in atlanta on that friday so
0: okay we can Just, uh, can just a look ahead we can definitely arrange that. Um, if if game day is going to Gainesville, I might shoot over to Gainesville real quick. I mean, yeah, you, you can do
1: that. Know. You don't you don't live too far away from Gainesville. Yeah, you never you, you never
0: know. Um, and I'll be wearing the throwback jerseys, and so uh, game day, nineteen sixty three. You know, it'll be cool. Um, well, last week, week four, it was much of the same. We had a couple big matchups. Speaking of Auburn, um they matched up. With Texas A&M at Texas A&M, and wound up beating them twenty-eight to twenty. Um, they looked good. Texas A&M, same old story. Did not look too good this this uh, year.
1: Yeah, uh, Auburn definitely handled that game. Auburn handled that game most of the game, and I think Texas A&M scored late trying make. They it interesting. they scored
0: they scored late, so
1: they scored late to make it interesting. But the score did not really reflect the game. Auburn had this one.
0: They did, and um, I'm. I'm interested in Auburn. Um, I thought they were going to be good this year and a lot of people were counting them out. I didn't think that they were going to be this good. Um, I also thought that Texas A&M would be better and Oregon would be better. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Um, Florida, um, it's it's going to be a good matchup next week. And I guess we'll leave that for next week. Uh, it's just so hard not to overlook that, uh, you know, it's it's like you're tied to the train tracks and there's a train coming. But you gotta you gotta focus on getting the ropes untied, you know? Yeah. So so that's that's um that's a big thing about about that matchup. But you know, Florida took care of business against Tennessee. Kyle Trask looked uh like he was in full form. There were a couple of throws uh I I bet he wishes he could take back. But other than that, um I've been hearing some some talk that's you know, I, I didn't think he did that great. And then everyone around me is like, I think he did amazing. He's looking like Danny Warfel. Steve Spurrier says he looks like Danny Warfel, which is a yeah. huge
1: compliment. That is a big compliment.
0: You know, uh, what do you think? What do you think, uh, watching him and his, his throwing motion and just the way he, uh, you know, his composure, really? In
1: his first start, uh, in his first start since his freshman year of high school, by the way, uh, he looked very comfortable. He looked very comfortable. But also, you know, uh, if I'm going to go ahead and jump to the negatives real quick, you know, there were times where he looked uh, rushed. He looked a little too rushed. And he tried to force a couple of passes. And I think those are just really mistakes that most quarterbacks will make. They think they have a man and they want to try and make it happen, and it just doesn't happen. But for the most part, uh, you saw from the very first drive that Trask is a guy who is very talented. Uh, Tennessee is not a strong team defensively whatsoever. And so uh, a, a team like Tennessee, and then you have a team like Towson today, these are two games where Trask can get more comfortable. because He's the starting quarterback for the rest of the season. So these are two games that you know you look at as warm-up games because now we have a tough stretch where you have Auburn and then LSU back-to-back. And those are two games where both teams are very talented. Auburn might be a little bit less talented, I would say, to lsu lsu right now is definitely one of the better teams i usually dogged lsu by the way i normally am one to dog lsu i never oh, think they're you and me both that. you and me but both year, we always do this year it's a little different because we sure. beat lsu last year yeah uh we as it was technically an upset um mm-hmm. but lsu really does look real this year so I, i'm not And you I'm, know they're mad about last year too they were yeah, top five
0: it, team last year when we and beat. it's
1: them. It's in Tiger Stadium, and every inch of me is like, should I make that trip to LSU? Because it's like Uh four hours. It's like four hours for me. Like, should I make that trip? But I I would go, but
0: just be be prepared for an ass whooping if you go. It could be a good game, but it also could be an ass whooping.
1: So, uh, again, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but going back to Kyle Trask, he looked very comfortable. I liked what he did. Uh, Two interceptions. uh, Yeah, one of them was – one of them was like a off the fingers of a, a receiver.
0: One of them, he, uh, yeah, one of them, it was a shot deep, yeah. and it was double coverage. But it's a shot. You got a really good wide receiver there. The other one, he underthrew. The other yeah, one, The, the other
1: one, the other one was a bad interception. You know, he threw it. It was it was underthrown, but also it was just a tough pass. Like it had to have been a perfect pass in order for him to make it. Right. It so, was underthrown in double coverage. It was it was like
0: okay. <laughs> I saw
1: mistakes that I wanted to see out of the guy making his first start but I thought he played good enough to where I am excited to see what he can do. Uh, he's a smart kid. He's a very, he's a very disciplined kid and I think that he's going to do good things for Florida. Um, I still, we, if we can get by Auburn, if we do get by Auburn, that LSU matchup, I am getting ready. Yeah. It, it'll be fun. It'll be tough because you're in Tiger stadium. It'll be tough. But um, if we can get by Auburn, I think the rest of our schedule, can look okay. We, we still have Georgia ahead of us. That's always got Georgia. That is, that is, that is extremely tough. Um, so we, if we can, if we can somehow get past these games with Trask at quarterback and he just plays with himself and the rest of our defense, especially can hold them down. I don't think LSU has really faced a defense yet. So. They
0: have, they've, they faced Texas and it looks like Texas, their defense is, you know, pretty good, but it's not all that's cracked up to be. And I do think if, If uh, Florida makes it to LSU undefeated, it's going to be a good matchup. Florida's defense is one of the better pass rushes that LSU's seen and one of the better secondaries that LSU's seen all season. So it'll be interesting. Um, A good takeaway for me for the Tennessee game, um, they moved Richard uh, Richard Garage to the right tackle or right guard. Uh, No, right tackle, I believe. And that made a, a hell of a difference on the O-line. The O-line gave Trask a lot of time um, in the pocket. So, that was interest, interesting. To see, Tennessee doesn't have a, you know, great pass rush. But it's good to know that the O-line can hold up against, you know, what is used to be a perennial power five team. Um, the You know, so that's a good takeaway for me. The run game still wasn't really there. But there were some bursts. So, um, Florida needs – to get the run game going, I think they take today to try and get the run game going. I think it, the score is going to be a little bit lower than you would think because um, they try and get some new guys in there and then some some uh, run game going. Other than that, good. it's always nice whooping Tennessee, you know. Yeah. What can I say? It, uh, you, it's a rivalry that used to be.
1: You know, one thing I, was, I, I liked seeing, you know, you say you want to see more of the run game, but I'm happy that with Kyle Trask they – we're comfortable with him throwing the ball right away because you need to, you need, you need, if this guy's going to be your quarterback, you got to let him throw the ball you got to see what he can do in the air. And I thought we saw some really, really good passes. Despite the two interceptions, we saw some good passes. He had, he was the first quarterback to throw for as many yards and under 30 pass attempts since like John Brantley. And wow. Yeah. John Brantley, but Florida's, You know, Florida still has yet to find that one promising quarterback. I have never really been sold on Felipe Franks. And I think I've been on record saying that numerous times that I've never truly been sold on Felipe Franks. Our first podcast of the season, we were live in Orlando at the Miami Florida game. Uh, We, I was even saying like, I, I'm just not sold yet. Like I'm not comfortable. Like people are assuming that this could be a blowout for Florida. Uh, I think Miami's going to come into this game hungry. Plus also, yeah, Felipe played well in the uh, Peach Bowl, but, dude, like, how, like, he's still Felipe Franks, like, he is so inconsistent, like, how is he going to do in this ballgame, and I I have to hold my breath.
0: I've never quite been sold either, I'll tell you that, but going into the season, I did think Felipe was the best option, and now my mind has been changed a little bit, you know, no, I, I like Felipe, and I think that what, whatever week it is, whatever game it is, there would be a different outcome. You put Felipe in there, and he'll play better than Trask, or you put Trask in there, and he'll play better than Felipe. So I think they're so close, <clears throat> like competitively-wise. It depends on the game. But I, I think you're right. I do like that they're letting Kyle Trask throw the ball. Like they trust him completely to throw the ball. And I think that's just Dan Mullen. Um, and how he's developed the quarterback. But I do think you need to have a run game. They need to get something going because if you don't, when you go up against Auburn in that fat D line, um, there's going to be an issue. You can't be one-dimensional against Auburn or LSU or Georgia. You're, you're just, you're just going to lose games if you, if you do that.
1: So, right. so I'm looking forward uh, to that. Um, to- well, talking about uh, – I I, okay, what were you going to say? Because there, there is one game that I do want to talk about that happened last week.
0: Yes, um, the Georgia and Notre Dame game.
1: Uh, yeah, that's one. And then okay, uh, go ahead. That, No, at, well, we could talk about that. But LSU or not LSU, UCLA and Washington State. Oh my
0: God, that that was great. Cra- I took I turned that on to relax, and then I was just sitting on the edge of my seat the whole time.
1: Like, what is going on? Literally, um, first off, UCLA at this point hasn't won a game in the season. They're zero and three. Washington State's three and zero. They have a what thirty eight point lead or something like that. Yeah. and UCLA and Anthony Gordon for Washington State. Throws Top three nine, largest nine comebacks of all time. Yeah, nine touchdowns, and yet they they blow the lead to to an, a winless a winless UCLA, and this is a home game. This Absolutely no Gar- defense
0: whatsoever.
1: Garner Minshew was, was at there. the game wearing his cut off jean shorts. Man, like you don't lose with Garner <laughs> Minshew in your home. You just don't do it. I I just – I was watching that game. I was at Perfect Plane with my girlfriend. We're watching the game because, like, her, her best friend is, like, from the Washington State area. Like, she's from, like, the Pullum area. She, her family is season tickets. So, like, Amanda, like, kind of supports them. And we're watching that game, and Washington State's blowing them out. It's whatever. And, I like, the next day I wake up. And, and then you an blink. Alert. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I get an alert that UCLA came back, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. What?
0: Yeah, I watched it. It was absolutely insane. And up until the last minute, I like even after the game was over, I thought Washington State was going to win. We're talking about your cubes. Oh
1: and yeah, man. How Amanda. bad they are. Yeah, Amanda, we were, we we're talking about Washington State and how they blew a huge lead.
0: You blew In- it.
1: You You blew it. No, she's not really – she's, like, she's like, kind of a fan because of her friend. But. Well, as as
0: far as the show goes and the two viewers we have, they think your girlfriend is a Washington State fan. Wait, what? I said as far as the show goes and uh, the two viewers we have, they think she's a Washington State fan. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. She, yeah, for sure. All right. right now um, she's a Washington State fan.
0: Yeah, man, that game gave me a heart attack. I'll, I'll say that. Um I, I put myself in the shoes of a Washington State fan because I just wanted them to win. It's a home game, and if if you're gonna blow a 32 point lead, at least at least score a touchdown at the end and win the game. But they couldn't fumble the ball. UCLA won. Um, another game that was big last week was the Pittsburgh and UCF game. Down goes uh, down go the Knights. College football extravaganza. Down oh, man. goes the Knights, and they're undefeated. Twenty-eight game win streak. You know Pittsburgh is the place college football team or undefeated college football teams go to die.
1: Yeah, just ask Miami.
0: Just ask Miami. Just ask Clemson. You know, and Clemson was number one when that happened. So it's not a pretty place, and I guess they were overlooking it. Why are you overlooking a Power Five matchup? That this is these are the games that people are asking you to schedule, and these are the games that people are saying you can't you don't schedule them because or you're going to lose, you know, and then they go and lose one. So, I don't know. I thought UCF was a good team. In um, that game, I felt like they were winning. And Pittsburgh, looked flustered the whole game. And then out of nowhere, they pull a Philly Philly special. They call it Pittsburgh special. The and Pitt, they the win Pitt the, special. The Pitt special and They win the game.
1: I just want to say that I am so sold on Dylan Gabriel as the quarterback at UCF.
0: Like he's this good. guy, this guy he's just is a, young. He's good. He's young.
1: He, he's a freshman. He is, he is a mix of, uh, Kenzie Milton and Tua a tongue If I've ever seen one, like this kid is so deadly accurate at times. Um, he is just, he is a baller at quarterback and he's another one of those guys. Who's a overlooked talented recruit that you see Hawaii, finds.
0: right? He's from Hawaii. Yeah. Right? He's hard yeah.
1: for that. He's part of that pipeline of Hawaiian yeah. quarterbacks.
0: If you're shopping for quarterbacks, you might want to check out the 49th state and go out there and uh, you know do some do some recruiting.
1: Yeah, all you gotta do all you gotta do is say Aloha, and they're sold.
0: Yeah, something's going on out there where they got they got these guys who can just toss a rock. Maybe it's because they skipped the rocks in the water. They ain't got nothing better to do in the Big Island. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um. So the Georgia Notre Dame game, we we cannot not talk about this game last week. So
1: this game was – okay, I, my first reaction was this isn't even going to be close. I think the spread was like 14 and a half. I was with Michigan. you. I was, I, I, I was
0: right there with you.
1: I was like, yeah, Georgia all the way. Well, well I'm out. <laughs> I would have lost money. Um, I, that was one where – I at first I was having trouble think, figuring out who – was it Georgia just didn't have a good game? Or Notre Dame deserves more respect. And at the end of the day, I'm going to walk away with Notre Dame has has earned more of my respect. I think it's a little bit of both. I think if you're looking for, well, is
0: Georgia not as good as we thought, or is Notre Dame better than we thought? No, I think Georgia maybe it's somewhere. I think maybe it's somewhere in the middle. Um, I mean, I know Georgia's good. I know Georgia's talent level is there, but. The play calling just kills me for Georgia. It is the most conservative play calling I've ever seen in my life, reminiscent of Jimbo Fisher, fourth quarter, running the ball on third and 12, or, you know, kicking a field goal when you're only up by, whenever, you know, to go up by, like, two points. It's, it's that conservative. It bothers me. I think you face a team with equal talent and better coaching, they're going to lose all day every day. Like Alabama, that's why they lose to Alabama is because of poor, poor situational
1: play calling. Jake Fromm going 20 for 26, only 187 yards. Uh, you know, very quick. You they're very quick it, throws. Very quick throws. Yeah, it, it, were they just like not – were they trying to, you know, not go deep with Notre Dame's passing defense? Well, they're, uh, run, they're running the ball. and He ran the, the ball a lot.
0: Notre Dame um, actually matched up very well in the trenches. They had some big boys equivalent to Georgia's size, and I think, I think that played a major factor in, in just Notre Dame being able to run the ball and have some offense every now and then. Um, it's, I, think, I think Notre Dame's a little bit better than we thought, and I think Georgia is still good, but I don't think they're as good as we think. I think it's somewhere in the middle there. Um, now, what happens this week? Georgia goes and plays some nobody probably.
1: Yeah, I think this for the SEC, there's a few nobody matchups.
0: I think they have a bye week this week. Looking like a bye. Yep, they got a bye. Notre Dame goes and plays Virginia. So that's going to be interesting. Virginia's undefeated. And uh, they almost dropped one to Florida State the week before. So, what, you know, what do you say about that? Like, because Virginia, I thought, was going to be good, and then they go and almost lose to Florida State team who looked pretty good in that game.
1: You know, Florida State overall has – so, if they can just be a second-half team, this would be a one-loss team. I think right, I know. I think, they look good I think Virginia the probably would, I think Virginia was an outright loss they they, uh, they held a big lead on Boise State, they blew that. they held a decent sized lead against U uh, l Monroe almost blew that. They should have blown that, uh, but the kicker for uh, UL Monroe did it for them, and got to recruit kickers, guys uh, and then uh, you have Virginia like, I thought that was an outright loss, and then they looked they started to. They started to fall down against Louisville, but then here comes Alex Hornybrook, the horny man. And uh, he, manages, he manages to throw a touchdown pass on his very first attempt. I think the horny he's
0: man. The first, I think he's <laughs> the first
1: Florida State quarterback to do that on his first pass attempt as a quarterback at Florida State, throws a touchdown.
0: Interesting. That's, a good, that's uh, some good company to be a part of there. Um, so
1: I I, and I would expect I would expect him to be the quarterback today because uh, James Blackman went down with that injury. Although he I think he was practicing, he was practicing light this week. I would expect Hornybrook to be the starter. I haven't heard anything different.
0: Yeah, I got Florida State winning this game. It's a night game at Dope Campbell, so the students uh, don't have no excuse not to be there. Um,
1: I think they're going to be fired up too. I they're going to they, be fired I up. Think, yeah, I think they like Hornybrook and I think that. Uh, going into this game, it's a night game. They're freshed off a win. I think you're right. I think they're horny
0: for horny, Brooke, and they're going to they're gonna be jumping and uh, swag surfing in the stadium. That's what they like to do. They like to go back and forth. Um, NC State doesn't look that good either. They, they look
1: pretty bad. But also, believe it or not, like Florida State, if they could lose four games this year, I think that's enough for Taggart to keep his job. Because that means you had a really, really strong finish on your season. And who do they really play the rest of the year? That uh, They play Florida and they play Clemson. Look,
0: I think Taggart does any little thing, he might be out.
1: Maybe they give him another year. You know, we'll see. I've looked at – I know, but it's funny how, like, one win can make you look at a coach a little bit differently. Um, I look at the rest – I look at his, you know, record as a head coach, and he gets better as he can progress with a team. As yeah. he can recruit his players and as he can get those players to go into his system, he is typically a good coach as he continues to progress. The unfortunate part about Florida state is that if you're not successful right away, you're immediately on the chopping block. Cause it's a premier school. You need to have a, you need to win. And well, he didn't win right away. And, but also a lot of that also contributes to uh, the, the position that Jimbo Fisher put them in.
0: That is true. Um, looking at the schedule, they got NC State this week. I think that's a win. Um, Clemson, I don't think that's a win. I think that's a solid loss. You can go ahead and etch that in your Etch-A-Sketches and chisel it in your rocks. That's a loss. Um, Wake Forest, um, they're undefeated right now. Um, hanging outside of the top 25, might be in the top 25. That's at Wake Forest. but That's a good team. That if, if you're making me say win or loss, I'm saying that's a loss right now for Florida State. Um, Miami, that's a toss up. Miami looks poor. Um you know what? I'll give Florida State a win against Miami. I'll give Florida State the win. Um
1: against the home game, Florida Alabama State. Alabama
0: State. Yeah. And it's always rocking for Florida State, Miami. It's still a rivalry game. Um Boston College, you know what? Um given that Boston College lost to Kansas, I'll give I'll give uh Florida State the win there. So you got one, two Syracuse, I'll give them a win against Syracuse. Syracuse did not look good either. Um, so if you win against NC State, Syracuse, Miami, and Alabama State, you're bowl
1: eligible, baby. You're back in it. That's all you got to do. So if, so if they're just bowl eligible, like they, all you need is six wins, if they're just bowl eligible, does Taggart buy himself one more season? I'm going to go out here – and say yes i think you're right i think they do i I think they
0: do especially with the addition of kendall briles i think that helps out a lot helped out the offense
1: but then but then you have to do well the next season you you absolutely have to do well the next season if you if you can get six to seven wins maybe a bowl win this year and you keep your job, Willie Taggart, you have to do well next season because then the expectation is finally higher. And then if you don't do well, then it's like, all right, you're out. I just think uh,
0: Willie Taggart's a master of shifting the blame. Like against Boise State, oh, we weren't hydrated. Against ULM, oh, we were hydrated, but this time I didn't call that play. You know, he's a master of deflection. And I think to pin him down and say, you know, was this your play call? Did You know. Was this your fault? It's gonna be hard. I don't think. I I think he, I think he's good at disguising. He's the master of disguise. Mm. All right, let's get away from uh, Florida State. Um, is this this week or last week? This is last week. Um, uh, you know what? Big game last week. Um, Wisconsin in Michigan. Um, I knew Wisconsin was gonna blow them out. I called that one. From the get-go, Wisconsin is looking like a playoff team right now. If, if I had to say who's going to win against Ohio State in Wisconsin, I don't know yet, but game day is going to be there for sure. That's going to be a hell of a game. Both teams uh, are going to go in undefeated.
1: But Wisconsin, Wisconsin is a solid-looking team right now. I mean, they First, uh, I'm watching college game day right now, and they're doing a thing on Michigan and how they're just looking awful – Like, Michigan is just not looking good after they got blown out by Wisconsin. uh, Harbaugh's job is certainly the hot seat. Uh, If he doesn't beat Ohio State this year, um, I think it's safe to say they might move on from him. Michigan is just not a good-looking team at all. Shea Patterson, they got the transfer from uh, Ole Miss. He's not really looking very good at the quarterback position. Michigan at one point was undefeated for a while. I think they they suffered their first loss to Ohio State. And then Florida just took it to him in the Peach Bowl. So, um, um, yeah, they did. Wisconsin, uh, I, would, I would argue that Jonathan Taylor, when it comes to a the non-quarterback position, uh, he's certainly the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy in that regard. Um, I still think a quarterback will win this one. Right now, I'd say one of my favorites to win is in the long run. I think it's shaping up to be Justin Fields. But we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see. That's a sleep.
0: Um, that's a sleeper pick, but it's a good pick.
1: Like yeah, we'll see. Like we still have a long ways to go. Uh, I don't think Justin Fields has really played a meaningful game yet. So Ohio we'll, State's we'll
0: schedule is is not the best right now, and I think that's that's what sets them up to be a playoff team because they're really good. You know.
1: Yeah, I want to actually really look. Um, I want to see them play someone. I'm going down. I'm scrolling down to this Nebraska game, Ohio State. I really want to just see who does Ohio State have on their schedule because uh, again, I really, I really like Justin Fields. Uh, I was pretty supportive of him transferring actually, because I really wanted him to play right away, but he wasn't going to play over Jake Fromm. No, uh, they have Nebraska. <laughs> then they have Michigan state. That could be a really fun one. Um, they have Wisconsin.
0: Defensively,
1: have- defensively. I, I
0: think, I think Michigan state is not that good this year. They're going to get blown out of the water.
1: Uh, Michigan State, I haven't really been following them enough to really be able to say like what I, could, uh, what I like about them. I, it's, the, I, it's the
0: typical Michigan State defense minus any offense whatsoever. They Michigan, have a lot of seven to ten
1: games. And like, Michigan State's that team that can win games, but none of them are really meaningful games. And then remember that year they went they, – I think they went undefeated or maybe they lost a game because they beat Ohio State, uh, and, but it was enough to get them in the playoff, and then they just got manhandled by Alabama. Mm -hmm. i don't i think um
0: i can't remember what year you're talking about i do remember when they beat ohio state they beat ohio state in uh the in in the big 10 championship and that was that was a major upset i forgot what year that was
1: it wasn't the big 10 it was it was a regular season game but in the big 10 championship they beat iowa because they basically just ran the ball with lj scott and he kept getting yards after yards after yards after yards. And he scored a touchdown. Like they could defensively Iowa could just not stop him. Well, this is not that Michigan
0: State team. No, it's They're, not. They uh they are one of the only teams that can put up put up like seven, ten points and still maybe win a game. Um if we're talking about a big big game. All right. Uh let's see, let's see, let's see here. Big games I'm looking forward to this week, just watching. Um, obviously, I'm going to be watching the Florida game. But Clemson at North Carolina. Is North Carolina for real? You know, we'll see. Uh, yeah,
1: we'll see about that one. I'll let that one play out. Um, I, I got Clemson winning it,
0: obviously. But mm-hmm. um, North, North Carolina has had a uh, a suspiciously good year so far. Um, so we'll see what happens.
1: Think, uh, okay. So I do want to real quick touch on Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he is not playing very well yet up to this point. Now, is he still an extremely talented quarterback? Yes. And is he gonna, um, is he, if he plays well down the stretch, is he going to possibly be in New York for the Heisman Trophy ceremony? Yes. Um, is he going to be a number one overall pick in the draft? Yes. Uh, I think that once you put him in a really meaningful game and I'm not counting Texas AM because I don't think Texas A&M is looking too great. Um, when, when you put him in a really meaningful game, especially in the, in the playoffs, um, I think he can really ball out. I think so, too. I,
0: and I, I don't know if Clemson's opened up their entire playbook yet. So we'll see. Um, so I'm looking at this USC-Washington match, and that is one of the tougher matchups to call right here. Like if you're betting money and you have to bet on this game, I don't know who you bet on because USC has got down to their third string quarterback. Um, we, we talked about uh, Keaton Slovis coming in and taking over the game. Well, now he's gone and you got Matt Fink coming in. So we'll see what and Matt Fink looked great about. against Utah. He looked great Threw for 351 yards. So, you know what? Hell against yeah. a supposedly really good Utah defense. So we'll see. Um, Washington just completely obliterated BYU last night. They took care, of, or not last night, last week. They took care of business. So if I'm having to pick, I think I'm going to pick Washington in this game.
1: But hey, uh, real quick, my boss is calling me. Can I answer this real quick? Yeah,
0: yeah. So I'm thinking, right I'm thinking that uh, Washington is
1: definitely going to win that game. Joe then, was out of town. He had hey, really something that he had already arranged. Can... <sighs> um, so he
0: was. He was out of town.
1: That left uh, Justin. Apparently, out
0: Joe's town. out of town, y'all. And
1: uh, no, either no one was available or would get back but to you're looking But you're looking at, you're looking at the watch with him, but he was, he was going to be out of town.
0: Motherfucker. motherfucker. And he got the echo, too, y'all. It's okay. It's okay. We'll sip over here. Because as soon as I start talking, he's going to turn around and start talking again. If I if I have to pick, well,
1: he a, I think you were the one that brought this to my attention a few weeks ago that he had said that he was going to be out of town. Um, he could do
0: coaching show, oh. could do
1: and I was at an
0: event. We're going um, for uh, the, the we're disc- gonna hit the uh, hit the with the jams real quick. Hit the jams until uh, until he's done. <laughs> In the jams, the new Post Malone album is fire. Perfect game day. The Post Malone album is crazy because if you wanna fight somebody, fuck somebody, um, party, just do anything. There's a song but them. Kind of So, Washington and USC. This matchup is very interesting. Um, I'm thinking Washington comes away with it, but if you're wanting to take the upset, go ahead. uh, 28.6% of people are taking USC. Washington is at uh, minus 11. Money lines 420 for Washington. Got to point that out. Over under 60. Hmm. Hmm, does Washington right, put up that? I'm alive. Right, I'm alive.
1: All right. All right. Alive. All right cool. Boss man wanted to talk.
0: That's fine. I just uh, hit the Post Malone jams a little bit and then. Hell yeah. tried to talk. All right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, USC and Washington. I was saying I think that Washington's going to come away with it, but you never know that Matt Fink looks like he's the real deal. If he can sling the ball on Utah, he can sling the ball on you all. So, you know what? I don't know. Um, thinking, uh, I, if you're wanting to take an upset this week, this might be the one to take. But if not, go with your gut. Go with Washington. It's at Washington. You know that's a tough one. Well, I like what right wa-
1: I like Washington in this ball game. I think they're just a more experienced team. The quarter, it, it, when it comes down to the quarterback battle, you Jacob Eason, who at one point was the best quarterback in the nation. And then he got hurt, and then that's what ended his time at Georgia. I think uh, in this ball game, I am inclined to go Washington. I, I think they're just a tougher team in the trenches. Um, both of them have one loss. Both teams uh, have pretty decent quarterbacks. I think Matt Fink, though, he, he balled out in his first game. I don't think that's going to be the case in the second game. I, I would take Washington in this matchup. It's a good smart take. Good takes, hot takes. All right, a um, couple interesting
0: matchups, just a quick breakdown. Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Kansas State's ranked. Um, most More people are going with Oklahoma State, though, which I think I'm also going to go with Oklahoma State after their performance against Texas. I thought it was really impressive at Texas. Um, and Kansas State, just want to thank you guys for giving us that hit that uh, so many memes are being made out of now against the Mississippi State quarterback. Beautiful that for as long as college football uh last the helicopter
1: hit i think you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah you that should was, uh, you know, you insane. Were, do you follow do you follow bob Menery? not uh, no oh uh, dude bob Menery guy he's like a profanity guy who like dubs over actual plays and like holy shit he got <laughs> oh wait yeah, i know who you're, i know who you're talking and, about uh, yeah he, you yeah. should you should hear him call that one that's good that's good stuff. Um, so, who do uh, you have in the uh, game day? In the game day matchup,
0: or, or Ohio State and Nebraska?
1: Oh, uh, it's okay. Well, it's in Nebraska, so that makes it a little intriguing. Nebraska's a one loss team, so they're going to come into this game fighting. Uh, but I, I really like Ohio State. Is it going to be a blowout? I don't want to go that far just yet. Um, I think it'll be a fight, but. Well, let's start with the spread. Minus 17. Who you got? Uh, Ohio State. I think I'm Ohio State.
0: I think I do too. I think Ohio State this year is taking care of business. Cue the '80s music. Cue the montage. Cue the Justin Fields. You know, sorry Scott Frost, you haven't built a, a you know undefeated team yet. You haven't built um, what you had at UCF yet. Once you do, that'll be great. But this year. Ohio State is looking really good on par with all the other playoff teams um, who are competing to get in that top four, so we'll see. Um, I think Ohio State gets it, even covers the spread. Uh,
1: Florida State, NC State. I like Florida State in this ballgame. At Florida State, night game, I think students will show up for this one. Uh, if you get a win, I think that the feeling in, at Florida State, it will it'll temper down. It will really simmer down. It will go from being – drunk and sad and
0: mad to drunk and somewhat happy and you know optimistic and that's that's what Tallahassee needs um it'll be it'll be a change up um you know i we're friends with a lot of Florida State fans being from Pensacola and going to a lot of the Florida State games growing up they need they need a win they need a good, solid win, and NC State always plagues Florida State some somehow, and even in the good years. So, win over NC State is always a good thing for Florida State fans. All right, um, Kentucky at South Carolina. We all we're keeping a close eye on South Carolina this year because they have the toughest schedule in the nation, and we just want to see where they're at. Right now, they got one win over a solid Charleston Southern team.
1: So. This is a game where there was some hype behind Kentucky. Uh, they had an opportunity to beat Florida, and they they let it slip from them. And Sawyer Smith, local guy from the Pensacola area, he's a tater. He he went to Tate High School. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with South Carolina though in this one. I think that the Kentucky hype is kind has died, and I think that. South Carolina is due for a big home win. So I'm going to go South Carolina.
0: Interesting pick. Um, you know what? I think, I think I'll go with South Carolina too on, on the uh, facts that you got a tough schedule coming up, South Carolina, <laughs> if you lose this game. Next week, you got Georgia. The week after, you got Florida. After that, Tennessee, not so much. Vandy, not so much. App State, not so much. So, you got a two-game, you got a three-game stretch here. And, well, really, you've had a five-game stretch because you've had Alabama Missouri before Kentucky. So, you got Kentucky this week. You got to pick up some wins. You it, it. You're like, you're just like running through a crowd of punches and you just got to, like. Throw a couple yourself, you know? You're just trying to escape escape a uh just a factory of just hammers and you just gotta take a couple out for yourself. I don't know. I don't know. I can't find a good analogy. This is a <laughs> this is a terrible schedule, really. And you just gotta find a couple wins. You're in the dark. You're you're completely in the dark and you're just you're just getting fucked up left and right and you just kinda need you got you got to do something. You got to find a couple candles, put some light in the room.
1: Put just got light, it <laughs> set it on
0: fire. Uh, yeah, you got to set it on fire, South Carolina. You got to go on a spell, um, and then you top it off with Clemson
1: at the end of the season.
0: <laughs> I can't, I cannot. Uh, express, I feel, I feel bad for them guys. This is, I
1: a- feel, I feel bad for Mustchamp, but at the same time, I, I, I just don't think he's that great of head coach.
0: They are playing the number one, two, and three teams already, and no telling where Florida's going to be in two weeks. So they could potentially be, be playing the one, two, three, and five team. You know? it's you're Potentially. You're doing good, potentially.
1: potentially. We'll see. We'll see. Potentially.
0: Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and pick this one for your girlfriend. Um, Washington State at Utah. Do they come back after dropping that, that – Terrible, terrible comeback loss.
1: Uh, yeah, both, well, both teams coming off losses, uh, both of them unexpected loss. Uh, I would say unexpected losses. I think Utah expected to beat USC. Um, I like Washington State in this ballgame. I do. I think they – God, it just annoys me because I think Washington State is so talented. I think that they can outscore any team, but then you look at the other side of the ball. Defensively, you give up 67 points to a winless UCLA – Oh, man. But I think they can rebound strong. I have them beating Utah.
0: Okay. You know what? I don't. I don't. Okay. All right. Um, And to me, it's not like – I don't think either team is is better than one another. I just think it's at Utah. Utah wasn't ready for the Matt Fink um slink, so – I, I'm thinking Washington State absolutely no defense after what we saw against UCLA. Utah supposedly has a good defense, and they should should be able to win this one. spreads minus six for Utah, so I think it I think that's a tough spread to call on this game for me, given that Washington State can score um, on a whim. And Gordon threw for nine touchdown passes last week. And still a loss. I don't know. It's, I hate going against Washington State because I like Washington State.
1: But you got to look at that defense, too. Like, I'm, like, I'm not like, sold on it. You sit down with that defensive coordinator and be like, what happened? Why does my quarterback throw nine touchdowns when we still lose a game?
0: That, that's Yeah, they have to make some adjustments. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it seemed like UCLA um, towards, like, the third quarter in that game. We're like, hey, uh, or even the fourth quarter, I think. It was like the late third quarter. They're like, hey, uh, w- we can win this game. They just, like, convinced themselves. They're like, hey, uh, it's not over. And it wasn't, and they did. Um, I'm going to go on record and say Utah is going to win this, but if Washington State wins, I'm not going to be surprised. And I'm only going to make you pick this game because it's in the college football pick 'em that ESPN has. Um, I don't know why. I think they did it just to make some people lose. Um Hawaii at Nevada. Two teams you've probably only seen play one or t- once or twice. I, well,
1: you and I watched Hawaii play there for a little bit and they have like that model status of a quarterback um at a McDonald. Uh, I like Hawaii. I think they're a decent team.
0: I like Hawaii in this game also. Um even though it's at Nevada. Um Nevada's had a couple um good wins. They beat Purdue in the opener. Um Oh no! Ooh. That's a that's an opener loss for Purdue. I'm gonna say Purdue just came in week one not completely ready because they dropped they dropped an L to Oregon, 77 to six. That's a that's a tattoo That's a that's a you lost. Um, and then they barely beat Weber, and um, looks like they beat UTEP 37 21. So yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with Hawaii. I think they're uh, their schedule is looking a little bit better. Their loss looks a little bit better to Washington. Their wins look better against Arizona and oregon state and how about the uh the mountain West Conference eight and eight against uh power five teams they're branching their plate they played the most power five teams and they've won the most games out of uh, non power five teams again or they've won the most games in general out of any of the conferences against other power five teams so Mountain West, nothing to be fucked with this year.
1: No way. I, like, I mean, I think Hawaii is probably the strongest team out there at the moment. Is, uh, is, is Boise State in the Mountain West? Boise State and BYU okay, okay. also are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, well, I thought BYU was uh, independent. Nope. Unless they just recently joined the Mountain West. No, I think they're oh, I, I would go with I would go with uh, Boise State is the toughest because they they're always a tough team. Like they always just they, they always manage to recruit those like tough like Mountain West kids.
0: You know what? You might be right. I think BYU is independent. I thought they were in the Mountain West.
1: I thought they were independent.
0: Interesting. Okay. Um well yeah, it looks like Boise State and Boise State's still undefeated. Um so we'll see. Boise State starts uh, creeping up again. Maybe the playoff talk starts again, but the schedule is not conducive to that kind of talk. So sit down. All right. All right. Looks looks like that. Looks like that's about it, man. Um, go ahead and send it off. You got any? You got any plugs? You gotta head to your show.
1: Yes, for our people in Pensacola. ESPN Pensacola, 1330 a.m., one FM, 11 to 1 on Saturdays. You can tune into Sports Call with yours truly, uh, where especially during college football season, that's pretty much all we talk about. But t- t- today, I want to give a shout-out to my Tampa Bay Rays. We are going to the postseason, so we're going to be talking about the postseason today for sure, and we'll also talk about some of the NFL. But during college football season, and especially when our show starts, there are games going on. We can't help but talk about mainly college football. So expect that during college football season. Uh, we'll definitely talk a lot of baseball during the playoffs. And then basketball. Uh, help. I'm a golf guy, so I'll be talking about golf whenever it happens. So uh, expect a little bit of everything on Sports Call.
0: Follow me at v 1994 on Twitter. And follow us at Higher Frequency Podcast Network on Twitter, SoundCloud, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. College Football Extravaganza for this podcast, Lucha Doors Liberty for our Libertarian Patriotic Podcast. With that, we're going to send it off. Go Gators. Go Gators. Go, go Davis. We'll, we'll, go get to, we'll get together for another live show soon. We got we to do that.
1: But um, okay. it's good. It's always good. We'll see you next Until week. next
0: time. <laughs> Until next time.